0: Sides of the Story, Two Sides of the Story,
1: Two Sides of the Story, with Tom and Sean. Welcome to Two Sides of the Story, that is Sean Sides.
0: And that is Tom Sides. How you doing big guy?
1: Doing alright man, fighting a cold, but we're persevering.
0: That's good. It's never fun dealing with that kind of shit.
1: It's the fucking worst. It's the second cold in like three weeks, and like even then, like the worst part is everyone's just like, "Oh, COVID," and I'm just, oh, it's just a fucking cold. But it's, funny. it's enough to ruin my day.
0: It's enough for the world to like. Yeah, let's, I, let's... I really thought after COVID there'd be a change that when people were sick, everyone would be understanding and be like, "Stay home." But it's so funny how, like, companies are right back to the way it was before the pandemic. I don't care if you're sick. I need you here at work.
1: (laughs) Well, see, that's the thing. Like, but I also always use my sick days for, like, when I'm, like, burnt out and need a day. Yeah. Like, I just can't fathom the idea of going to work that day. And I just need to, like, regroup and then. Like, that's what I use my sick days for.
0: For sure. When I'm sick, like, really sick, I need... I can't function like I just my brain doesn't work that way when I usually when I get sick I'm really fucking sick I'd usually don't get the like light sniffles it's either all the way or not at all you know
1: yeah so I'm right there with you like if I was full tilt sick like where I couldn't function then yeah I'd stay home but like if it's like it's a cold like I can handle a fucking cold I can do my job no problem so it's just like on those days where it's just like it's just an annoying day. I do, but I do like to save my sick days for like more like mental health reasons than it is anything else.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough.
1: Yeah, so let's get into it. Lower decks had its season finale this week. Thoughts, feelings, concerns.
0: Yeah, it was really good. Like overall, I gotta say, like the production of the show and just like the ideas and what we get to, what we get from it is very entertaining. It was interesting seeing, like, the California class versus the Texas class, just things we've never seen, seen on screen before. It was reminiscent mm-hmm. when the final battle scene, not spoiler alert, of course, but when the final battle scene was beginning, it was very reminiscent of Picard of the last season, if you know the scene I'm talking yeah. about, where all the ships yeah, yes, I know converge. You know, it was pretty fun to see that, and... Um, I'm curious to see how the next season goes from here. You know what I mean? Last we saw, Mariner was cast out by her friends and family, ultimately. Like, obviously, she can forgive her mom, but I don't think she can forgive her girlfriend. Her her friends, it's, you know, forgivable as well. I don't think they did anything that was, like, extremely large infractions, you know?
1: but Well, they just weren't supportive when they should have been, like. And, like, I guess, like, we were all kind of felt like, yeah, of course, like, Mariner fucking said some nonsense that, you know, probably did ruin it. But then you realize that every other section of of every other department is out to get someone else because they want to be looked at as the best, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, and I also like that we're getting into, like, what is it, Section 31? Yeah, we're getting more Section 31 in this, like, uh, where, um what's his name i always forget it. it's like Bo- boimler's counterpart or twin or clone or yeah however. i
0: often forget as well
1: his version of thomas Riker, however that happened
0: that was the previous is- um episode right not the finale
1: yeah, that was like two episodes before. Or yeah, I was going like to say, that. I had
0: to jog my memory. I was like, Section 31 in the finale, I don't know what you're talking about. But once you said Boimler's twin or whatever, I was like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they offed him and then brought it just him looks back. Like
1: we're, yeah, it just looks like we're getting so much like to go into Lower Decks, which is great because in this cartoon, you can explore more of the universe.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. I'm interested to yeah. see, like, it's a fun ride what they do with the characters, and they they can bring us alien species that real shows can't as well, which is fun.
1: Yeah, which is, which is like, what I've been really enjoying. It's, well, I think we've been reaching out for, like, other alien species a little bit more because technology has changed so much, right? Like, you, you looked at this past season of um, Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Like, they were... They they had some fun with some al- new alien species, for and us, some classic which, ones what?
0: too, which is fun to see like a new rendition on them, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly, and, like so. It, it's it's very interesting to see. Um, my only complaint is like I always want more of people I already know. I do like the fact that we were getting nods at other people. Like I like how Picard is funding this arche- uh, archaeological. Uh, Expedition, yeah, space expedition, which is honestly, it makes so much sense to me.
0: Yeah, of uh, course, he was big into that. Of
1: course, Picard's doing that,
0: and not to mention like, the... you know what what we saw of his archaeological interests in Next Generation. It uh, mm-hmm. makes sense that if he left Starfleet twenty years ago, that he would have gotten into something else. He didn't just sit in his manor and do nothing.
1: No, exactly. Like, he's using that Picard wine money to good use. Exactly. So, that's... I know that there's, like, no money in the future, but there's got to be some kind of, like... Bartering. You have to be able to fund... Yeah, like, there's got to be some kind of funding. It would be fun
0: if they ever were able to make a real-life... Picard Quark interaction, bargaining for some wine to get into the Quarks restaurants. It'd be really fun to watch the two of them hammer something out.
1: See if they like if they can do a DS9 episode uh like that in Lower Decks, you can easily have Picard haggling Quark be like, buy my wine. Like I'll give you first rights of this. But also like, do you think Quarks is the spot for Picard wine? Like I think Quark's is more of like a uh it's a it's like a chain pub if anything like that. Picard wine is reserved for the finest of establishments where you would have a nice sit down meal and like some salmon on croute or some duck confit.
0: It's more of a Klingon bar type thing.
1: <laughs> for sure, for um, sure.
0: Yeah. No, it'd be fun to see. That's what that would be Picard's point.
1: Yeah. And he'd probably laugh at the person um, who, like, would try to fight him or argue with him, and he'd, like, cling on. For sure.
0: I'd like to see it real action instead of cartoon, just because of, like, you know, we were talking when we watched Picard about how he talked the astronaut into doing what he wanted, like, immediately, and I'm like, it would be fun to watch him talk Picard, you know, Ferengi into it, but...
1: Yeah, be well to see. Just the options are endless. Um, what are your predictions for season three?
0: I don't have any. I have no idea. It's it could go any fucking direction, right?
1: That's that's the beauty about the, about it being a cartoon. I think we're going to get more Section Thirty One. I think there's going to be a huge Boimler versus Boimler yeah. face off. Um. Also, they have that random California class where everyone's just, like, an insect version of the Cerritos. Did you notice that in the finale? No. No, You didn't notice that? Like, yeah, they they were cutting to all the California class ships and all the captains saying, like, yeah, we're right here, yeah, right yeah, here yeah, yeah. ready to do this. And then, like, one of them, and one of them is just, like, all, like, the, the crew from the Cerritos... They're they're just like a kind of insect mixture of, this, of huh, the of I must of have missed
0: broom. that.
1: Well, it was one of those yeah. like blinking. Are you sure it, it wasn't
0: just thing. your sickness?
1: I'm I'm. Well, now <laughs> I have to double check. Now you're making me second uh, guess. Yeah, myself. I could have
0: easily have been distracted. But. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. So, like, that makes me believe that Starfleet's up to some fishy fucking cloning. I did like that
0: they had some, uh, like, the Shades of the Admiral being a piece of crap. Because so much of, like, Next Generation featured admirals who had their own, like prerogative and their own like little vendettas against things right and it kind of went away from that through a lot of the star trek that we've had since next generation i mean there was a little bit of it here and there but like you look at the Mm -hmm. um, episode with Riker, where it shows him like when he was younger and what happened with the federation cloaking device and like this episode this finale had shades of all kinds of that like um corruption that we haven't seen in a while
1: and I like how they called it out too, like the captain uh the captain's like, "No, you can't be one of those admirals that have their own agenda and yeah. have this dark past like she calls them out right off like we have like it, it is an ongoing feature, and yeah, I kind of missed it. it was nice to see that, like, yeah, even like the higher ups can be the bad guy, which was like a cool thing that you got from. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Like, it was an Admiral that was the big bad in the end. Like, yeah, there was Khan, but, like, but wasn't for that Admiral being a dickhead. Yeah.
0: No, that's, it's something that's existed for sure in the lore, especially like Next Generation was the one who really, really pioneered that, that there's still human corruption, which makes me curious because Gene Roddenberry might not have wanted that in his original because he was like, humans have elevated beyond all of that kind of thing, but clearly. They fucking haven't fully evolved past that. But mind you, we don't know that they're fully human either. The admirals that have gone wonky. So we can't just blame it on humanity.
1: Well, I know a few of them, like, there was, like, alien, like, brain, like... like That was a I weird one, I want to say one, possession, yeah. but, like, what else do we call it? Like, they were just... And that was the first season, and then there was, like, a few... And then, like, you also saw admirals that were actually changelings, yeah. and then, like, a few things happened that, like, they weren't sure. actually the admirals. So I guess, like, Gene Roddenberry can, like, yeah. sleep easy knowing that, but.
0: And, like, you have to also protect, you have to protect yeah, I see the Federation, more. which is what the Cloaking Device episode was all about, too, right? So you can kind of see shades of why it went the way it went. Anyways, we digress. Good finale.
1: Yeah. Yeah, good finale, good finale. Um, so we got a Halloween coming up. You doing anything special for it? No,
0: nothing, nothing too crazy, exactly, yeah. Halloween-wise. The house
1: decorated? Or are you just going to hand out candy, just do anything like that? know you go big for Christmas.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're already getting ready. Uh, not quite yet, but we've purchased a couple of lots recently that are going to be added to our Christmas. It's kind of, like, outrageous. I'll send you pictures so you can post if you'd like, but... We've added, like, a significant amount of uh, stock to this year's Christmas.
1: One of these days, you're going to have a power bill that you just can't pay. One of these Christmas. It's
0: possible, yeah. I'm. Ho- hopefully, there's, like, some kind of system in the government that helps with these kind of
1: things for joy. <laughs> Sorry, we but. went overdue to Christmas? Uh we'll let it slide this time. Yeah. Give you the, so, you know, the like, our Christmas time.
0: houses, right? Yeah. You remember, you remember from last year like our ladder set up and we had like a secondary set up because we had too many not to fit on the ladder kind of thing. Yeah. We have I would say close to doubled the amount of Christmas houses we have this off season.
1: Really? Where do you find these things? So do you it's order them online?
0: No, like paying full price, they're between fifty to eighty dollars a piece. So fuck that. We garage sale. We're I'm you know I'm me. I'm always out looking for a hustle, and if I see Christmas houses along the way, I can't not buy them. Okay, that's just how it goes.
1: Your level of commitment astounds me. Yeah, it it.
0: is a commitment. That's for sure. We're excited. Like it's nerve wracking in a way because we got to figure out how to display all this stuff and do it justice, which is going to be really tricky because it's a lot. And that's what we're trying to figure out now because we pl- yeah. like it. you have to make a plan because of the amount of shit that we have. So now we're like considering um, we might not be able to dis- use the ladder display or we're going to have to use the ladder display only for the mini houses because the large houses, we just have so many of them now that we might have to do a different type of display with those. But, um, I don't decorate for Christmas till after yep. Remembrance Day, as you know. <clears throat> from previous years, so it's one of those yeah. things that I have to uh, wait and see, but it's coming baby, but yeah, back to Halloween, I'm not doing anything too crazy, we're going to carve pumpkins, maybe go out for a nice meal, that kind of thing, um, watch a semi-scary movie, you know, nothing too crazy, just get, like, enjoy the Halloween spirit of the of the evening, right, That that's kind of my goal for what we're planning to do this Saturday with friends and guests, so it'll be fun.
1: Now, do you do like do you do the handing out candy in your neighborhood is it big there or is the kids just go to the stores we
0: <clears throat> we always do I think the best year we had we had eight kids come
1: really yeah Halloween has changed so much from when like I guess we were kids I remember like like up until I was thirteen just going house to house to house to house until like I had a Same. like a a, a a pillowcase full of fucking candy.
0: Yeah, and like. There is still those kids out there. It's just that they're in the suburbs. They're in the, like, new areas. All the families are buying houses in the new areas, and kids go trick-or-treating there. Like, uh, Kieran gets 100 kids every year in his neighborhood because he lives in, like, a newer neighborhood. So it does still exist. It's just we live in an older neighborhood, and on top of that being fairly close to one of the largest malls in the world, parents seem to rather, like we talked about this last year, parents rather take their kids to the mall be indoors i I, i'm so against that but it happens and because we're in close proximity a lot of the kids from the area head there instead
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's the thing that threw me off um when i first moved to alberta it was my first halloween there i just saw kids in the mall just trick-or-treating from store to store i'm like this isn't this isn't how you do this alberta is a weird place
0: yeah yeah, there's times, like, I could see when it's, like, minus 40 on Halloween, because that's happened, but, like, come on, man, get off your ass and get out there, the best memories as a kid were, like, either or, it didn't matter the weather, it was just, like, getting out there, you get your sack, you get out there, you go house to house for hours and hours, and, like, you're eating candy as you go, and it just charged up, like, when you were old enough to not have a chaperone, but still young enough to really, like, have fun yeah those are the best years i'm not gonna
1: lie to you i never actually ate candy on the go i was a man on a mission no, t- yeah. no time yeah i would for-
0: have like maybe one i don't remember to be i was just saying that like it's possible i would imagine that i would have I yeah.
1: no time for dilly-dallying back in my day and then there was nothing worse than that, like yeah. those like older people like i like the older like i guess they're like a grandparent generation that they decided that you were too old and then they didn't give you anything i was just like I put in the yeah. effort. I'm doing this. Like I don't understand. Like why is it up to you to decide? For
0: sure. I always like. I always see that every year. There's a couple people, mums, who post uh, if a teenager comes to your house to off, like to ask for candy, give them candy because at least they're not out being shithead somewhere. Yeah. That's just how I feel about it. So, And, like, I don't mind if if a teenager were to come to my house and, like, lots of kids do come. I'll make them do something for it.
1: I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. As a shithead teenager, I was better off getting candy.
0: Exactly. And that's what should be rewarded with a candy. Like, who cares? Give the kid a fucking candy. You know what I mean? That's my... That's my yeah. two cents on that one.
1: That's for sure. Yeah. No, I think I'm going to be doing like a similar evening as you, uh, carving up some pumpkins, getting a, a not so scary movie going because Hillary's kind of soft when it comes to the scary movies. Um. Well, yeah, it's gonna be fair. it's gonna be a time, and I'm looking forward to it. And then uh, Hillary's also like like you, huge into Christmas decorating, so I think she's going to put me to work this year and get me going on uh some serious decorating nice oh.
0: that's sweet it's funny I saw a guy selling some houses the other day and I messaged him about it and we ended up like he I didn't buy anything from him because it did he had smaller houses for sale and I was looking for the larger ones but we ended up exchanging like photos of our Christmas setups and like became friends kind of just by, like, through the psychotic love of Christmas. He was, like, getting rid of some of his doubles and stuff like that and cycling it out, and I was like, oh, it's so nice meeting more people that are obsessed with Christmas because let's spread joy, yeah, motherfuckers. no, because
1: you, you need those people.
0: I always find it funny with uh people when they're, like, the real churchies who come at me. <clears throat> they're like... Like, you know, coming at Christmas from a Christ mass type fucking situation. And I'm always like,
1: oh, no, 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 yeah. no. no.
0: I, I just do it for the Christmas spirit, for Christmas joy, not for Jesus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. He's He's on the back burner. No, 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 no. I'm not a big Jesus guy. Yeah.
0: If he likes pretty lights, he's more than welcome. Just don't... Yeah. No, you can't stay.
1: You ever want to create your own like what is it, the manger scene but with like your own little action figures like get like out of your own like yeah like I've your seen three that wise and, men like, could be like a spock and a fucking Yoda yeah and
0: have like baby Yoda
1: yeah like, I don't could... need
0: that like I like I I I laugh at that sometimes but I also don't want to like necessarily throw it in people's faces of what they're doing like to make a mockery of what they believe i don't necessarily well, well it would be inside guy. your
1: house obviously it's not like you're setting it up outside and be like hey suck it christ freaks it would be like your own little thing and then no for puts, sure like, things that you already have into the christmas spirit as well
0: yeah i'm not against it and i do like to incorporate other things into my christmas like you're saying like things that i like but i have like specific star trek ornaments and star wars ornaments i I always get one tree that i'm allowed to defile in the house of our many trees because you know on the fancy nice tree you're not gonna hang your Mm. awesome darth vader head at least i'm not allowed to rather but (laughs) it is nice to incorporate i know what you're saying by like using a, the Ninja Turtles and shit like that to make a nativity scene. It would be funny. It's just not my shtick because I don't want to invite that into my home, if that makes sense.
1: No, no, I get that. I get that. That's, that makes sense to me. So, I mean, we're going to release this episode on Halloween, so we gotta. I think we've talked enough about Christmas.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the same. We just bled into it, right? It happens.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, I got the, the football team my coach going into the playoffs. Uh, first game is Saturday night. We're recording this on Friday. We're playing at a KA nice. University, so it's gonna be like a nice like Saturday night lights kind of thing. I'm looking forward to it. Um, team we're playing against is Cape Breton, which is kind of cool because that's where Hillary's family's from. So it's nice like little rivalry in like my relationship right now. So we're playing against nice. Cape Breton and I'm just talking a little shit. She doesn't give a fuck at all. But of course. But still, like it's just fun to be involved and I'm look I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man. Good luck. Hopefully you guys kick some ass.
1: Oh, I'm sure we will, man. The the teams we have are like they they got some talent, but where they like it's when they beat themselves. Like we had a game the other day. It was like 9 to 7. And then, they kind of just quit on themselves. And then the, the I think we were playing churro, and then they just decimated us in the second half because the team stopped believing in themselves. So like it's one of those things. Yeah. Like, yeah, we can coach and we can do whatever we want, but if the team quits, the t- team quits. Like, what can we? Like, what what can we? I do think that's less on the team?
0: players though, and more on the coaching staff.
1: I'm just explaining to you how it's not.
0: I disagree. <laughs> they uh, i've heard i've seen that like with the oilers at times where it's happened where the team quits in the second half of the game and we lose yeah. and shortly thereafter the coaching staff gets fired and yeah, then it's, it's all better you can fire coach.
1: a whole nhl team
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just teasing <laughs> yeah that can be frustrating like it's hard i imagine it's hard managing like kids of that age, you know what I mean? You have to be able to like, you try to instill certain things, but they have to follow through ultimately,
1: right? See, the thing is, is that like you need, um, like a big play or something like that to step up and create a big play that gets everyone back into it and excited again. But if that, but if that momentum doesn't build again, then you can't, they'll quit again. It's that, it's that simple. It's that you need that, Oh shit, we're back in this, or anything can happen. Whereas, like a coach's mentality is just like, we are still in this. Like, I don't know what you guys see right now that we're not seeing. Like, if we like, we're trying our best. We're calling these plays. We're trying to get the keep the players motivated. But like, it's this whole thing of just like, you gotta be able to play the full sixty minutes in order to like win this football game.
0: Yeah. So. That's what championships teams are made of. Ultimately, when they figure that out, yeah.
1: right? So, like uh, going into the playoffs, like I am really hoping that both teams, because we coach two teams, I hope that both teams go into it yeah. like right, like mentally prepared for what they have to face. And we have like something exciting. So, if our so our senior team plays first against uh, Cape Breton, and then if and then our junior team plays the winner between bedford and uh timberley but if our junior team beats timberley or the the winner of that that face off we play our junior team like our senior team faces our junior team and i don't know how we're going to split the coaching staff up because we coach both teams interesting and we practice together
0: that's fun though
1: yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. It's just like, all right. So uh, everyone just kind of like, you go there, you go there, you go there, you can, and then do your best. Yeah. Because it's always so fun. hard when you, yeah. So uh, that'll be a very interesting thing for me if that's how it pans out.
0: Yeah, no kidding. That'd be interesting for sure. That's cool. Yeah. Exciting things on the horizon. Um, how long does your playoff season last?
1: If uh, we go all the way to the championship, four weeks.
0: Nice. Is it one and done, like if you lose?
1: No, there's like you get a one loss thing, and then then it's from there.
0: Okay, that's cool. Uh,
1: it, yeah, it's like a weird like round robin thing in the beginning, and then you kind of go from there. Like, But once you get to the second round, then it's one and done.
0: Interesting. It's, um, yeah. that's cool, man. I, I'm excited for you that you're involved in that kind of thing. It's probably really made you feel like more part of the community.
1: Oh, it really has. And now I'm also like brand loyal. doesn't matter where I live in Halifax. I'm only going to coach in Dartmouth.
0: Nice. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's been good and they're a good group of kids. So it's nice. And it's, and, like, I played all my whole life growing up, right? Yeah. Never got a chance to coach, like, the like the league that brought me up. But it's nice that I can give back at least somewhere, right?
0: <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. <clears> Honor <throat> the ones that came before. Mm-hmm. You've been exactly. uh, coming out pretty strong in the hockey pool, switching gears a little bit here.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't want to do that on my own because it sounded like I'd be arrogant. I know. I, was, I, am...
0: I had to bring it up for you. You're kicking ass.
1: Yeah, man, I uh Are you in first? I thought or... my team was old. No, I'm I'm four points shy of first. Okay, nice. I I was first for like a little bit last night, and then uh Andrew, I guess his name is, uh he came out on top with like just yeah, more points. Yeah. You're you're having a bit of a season.
0: I honestly I'm a... trying a different approach this year last year for the first three months i was in first place like by a margin and it didn't pan out for me so i'm taking the other approach this year where i'm starting soft and i'm gonna fucking like start taking over at some point here i have like good players it's just the fucking injuries and goddamn people not performing like what the fuck is happening right now
1: yeah what are you gonna make some changes
0: i did yeah i made some trades
1: yeah, you had to trade Eck Black. Did you franchise him or no?
0: Yeah, I did. He's coming back right away, which is good. I was, they originally Josh said Nor- six and weeks, and I was like, Jesus Christ. But now they're like, maybe next week he might be back. So he was a big like piece of my team, obviously, right off the hop gone. And then Josh yeah. Norris is out for the season now for Ottawa, and I had big expectations for him because he's like a good, good young player who I really thought could put up like – 80 points, 70 points maybe for me this year, I was hoping. Now he's gone, so I'm just like, well, fuck my life. I replaced him with Cole, Peretti. Cole Perfetti or whatever from Winnipeg. He's another up-and-coming rookie, yeah. so hopefully he can fucking perform, but shit on me, right?
1: Yeah, well, Cole Perfetti, as of right now for you, is giving you a strong minus one.
0: Yeah, it's tough. No, but it's all good. And it's it's also, all fun, like... you know, and it's like... I'm not worried yet because we're not even a month into hockey. I learned my lesson last year because I was like, "I'm gonna win! I'm fucking win a winner!" I was ready to like celebrate, yeah. and then I, it, in the end, I finished one in seventh. You know what I mean? So it, yeah. it nothing means anything until the season really gets going here.
1: And also, you gotta take into account of who you take players from. You want to pick players that are teams that could win more than they're not. So yeah, of I course, that goal yeah.
0: is a big thing too, right? Because your 0. .5s add up yeah. after a while.
1: After a while, yeah. And then goalies are clutch, man. If your goalies are getting you three points a game with winning, then that's amazing. That's why I changed Jonathan Quick. I just started to realize that L.A. may not win as many hockey games as they should this year. Yeah. I went a different route, and I changed him up with Olmark from the Boston Bruins, who's having a stellar start to his season. I
0: don't know if anybody um, that is in the hockey pool listens to our podcast or not. But I can say that it fucking hurts not having all of the Oilers on my team like last year. Because they're just performing so well (laughs) at times and putting up points. And I'm like,
1: I wish I had him on my team.
0: (coughs) And it's hard. And I'm like, maybe I should just...
1: Zach Hyman's been killing it for me.
0: Oh, dude. It was such a great pickup. I I was like... I wanted him so bad, and you got to. You picked, scooped him up on me. Nugent Hopkins is another one that, like, I thought people were going to sleep on him a little bit. So I thought for sure he'd end up on my team. He's having a stellar beginning to the year. McDavid, like, two hat tricks already. Like, are you fucking serious?
1: Doesn't that fucking hurt, man? Like, I play in a different uh, hockey pool with, at work where if you get a hat trick, it's 10 points. Oh, wow. And the guy that has McDavid is just sitting comfortably at first place just because he has McDavid.
0: Yeah, and like this is going to be McDavid's year, to be honest, too. You can see it. He's just like, I want to fucking win, and I'm going to do it myself if I have to. Like, I'm excited for it. Uh,
1: that Pittsburgh win was pretty fucking clutch for the Oilers. I thought they were kind of off to a rough start.
0: A little like, bit, but yes little- and no. You know, you can just see... There's some wear and tear because we played a lot later, but we also we have that thing we can turn on when they decide to play and win. If there's just so many weapons on our team, I like. I don't know. I'm excited for what's to come.
1: Yeah, I know. I think it's going to be a good season, and you can tell like the way Connor McDavid's playing. Like he's playing for a playoff spot, and then he's playing for a fucking cup because yeah. he saw what happened with McKinnon. McKinnon had his ear mcdavid's like no 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 it's my fucking time right now i want it
0: exactly i think our chances are good i like our odds i should be placing a bet right now on the Oilers to win the cup that would be smart do it yeah i don't have any betting like apps or anything like that i don't even know where No, you don't have to even
1: go to an with. app you can do it at your local 7-eleven or whatever really i think i don't think so yeah I know that I can make bets like I have the score app, which is like just for like, just letting me know what's going on in sports. Yeah, but I can make bets on it. I refuse to because that's like a slippery slope that I'm not going to come back from. Yeah, but like, there should
0: be like I wonder if there's like a casino or a bookie or something you can just walk into and you get like a ticket like a Then yeah. I would do it like for sure. But I just don't like you said once you get into that world.
1: I know you can do that in Vegas.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I just, um, I just don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like it's been a couple weeks since we've talked. What else has been going on in your life?
1: Oh uh, man, no, like nothing really like crazy exciting has been happening. Like I got some like I saw Tom Segura, which was unbelievable. but the worst part about seeing a stand up comedy show is you can't remember it after. Like it's like I was in stitches the whole time, and I just like I was laughing and i enjoyed myself and i know it was good it's just i could not repeat anything back to you which i think is a good thing because when that special ends up coming out i can still sit down and watch it again going i don't remember any of these fucking jokes
0: with art it's kind of like that because it's like if you went to a concert okay can you sing the songs you heard for me you're like no i can't
1: no, but you, but you could, though, because they're the hits, right? Like, if you, it's a band that you know that you're going to go see. Yeah. Yeah, you could. But well,
0: it's like the same with Tom Segura, though. If you've watched his comedy act 15 times and then went to see his show. It's, so it's, I'm saying like you're seeing a band you've never seen before. Because you haven't seen this act before, or you're seeing a band who's releasing a new CD, who you've never heard any of the songs before. Afterwards, you're not going to be able to recite it. You know what I mean? So it's the same kind of art form in that sense. If you went and saw Tom in 15 cities, then you'd be like, okay, yeah, I know this joke. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Or like yeah, and every like that's why I like about stand up because it's always fresh. Like that's yeah. Whenever you go, so and then the so next weekend. I got John Mullaney, which is gonna be a fucking outstanding show. And then like like I had forgotten about it for a little bit because it's like just been like in uh, my buddy has the ticket, so it's just not in my so in the back of my mind, I just didn't remember it. So I was like debating doing a trip to Chicago next weekend because Chicago's playing Miami, and then like I was just like, oh, I could go to Chicago, watch a football game, have a day, and then like all this stuff. And then like I'm like I oh, know I got like this going on I'm still in the playoffs I can't like I can't just leave willy nilly like I can't just fucking do it. It's nice to and see also,
0: some roots in.
1: Yeah, but also like the fucking Bears tickets are obscenely expensive. I bet. Like I was just looking at nosebleeds, nosebleeds, two twenty five USD. Holy fuck. It's fucking ridiculous and i was just gonna go by myself have a time wear some bears gear fucking cheer have a time and then have a deep dish pizza and come back nice but oh looking at that it was just uh
0: it's an expensive uh weekend it'd be a fucking great memory but it'd be an expensive weekend
1: and and it's just an expensive weekend so like now that i know like what the price range of things is that's a next year thing where I can be like, all right, here's 100 bucks a paycheck or here's 50 bucks a paycheck. Let this grow, 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 grow. For sure. And then I'm going to pick a weekend and I'm just going to fuck off to a bar. Do you consider
0: me. yourself a good saver?
1: I do not. I'm terrible at it. Fair enough. But I'm trying to be. I feel like I would be better at it like, like if it wasn't in my bank account. Like you know what I mean? Like if yeah. I was just to like take it out as cash, put it in an envelope, put it in my no safe drawer, and never look at it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like the no access then,
1: savings. Like, yeah, if I it was that, I'd be good at it. But because of it, the, I have access to savings all the time, or my bank account all the time. I'm not good at it.
0: Yeah, no, I can relate to that. That's understandable. It's hard to do that. In Plus, I like a-
1: saying yes to shit.
0: Exactly. And experience is like money in the bank in life.
1: Yeah. So that's that's my other thing is like I say yes to a lot of things and all that stuff.
0: Fair enough. That's a good way Mm -hmm. to live. I live that way and it's fun.
1: Yeah. But, like, you know, there's other... Like, we had this discussion, I think, two podcasts ago where I was just like, it would be nice to be able to, you know buy something brand new or like something that's really expensive that you like worked hard for like when you got your new car didn't you have to put down like a serious down payment or did yeah. you just show up be like one car please
0: yeah it was pretty much like a like a and b one car please yeah. here's a bunch of money thank you
1: yeah so like how like just ballpark it for me how much was your down payment on that suv you got ballpark uh
0: a couple grand
1: because so, so like yeah so like you got to go in being like this is what i got this is what my credit score is one car please and then yeah. go from there
0: yeah yeah it's interesting to sell. Like like buying a house would be intense where you have like I need $80,000 to be able to like even have this conversation. That's something that a lot of people are out there working towards right now that it takes a long time to build up that kind of a funticle.
1: Especially with the way of inflation, man. Gas is still fucking stupidly expensive. I put 80 bucks in my car today and it still didn't fill it up. I know I
0: did that last, the other day. I put 80 bucks in expecting to like fire it up and see it fucking past full. And it didn't like, it didn't go all the way and i was like is my gauge broken (laughs) what the fuck is going on here
1: what are you at there what is happening oh i have a toyota camry no are are you asking gas prices gas prices is 170 it's
0: 171
1: right now it's 171 right now
0: is that for premium
1: no are you kidding me i'm I'm a regular bitch,
0: yeah, I put premium in my ninety seven toyota Camry, and it's one eighty one I think when I filled up.
1: Why do you put premium in a nineteen ninety seven Toyota Camry
0: because it's a fucking high class performance vehicle, Thomas,
1: okay. All right, Sean, I don't realize that you're, you're like fucking Scrooge McDuck over there just swimming in money.
0: If you always put premium in, you'll always get premium results.
1: Fuck. Okay.
0: The other day I was on the white mud and there was like a tight pass I had to do and I changed lanes in a tight situation. And I was like, that's my premium gas kicking in motherfuckers.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. They're getting you into that Vin Diesel level.
0: Yeah, I just made that up, but um, I digress. <laughs> How is it that we both drive Toyota Camrys?
1: A very common vehicle.
0: I'm just saying, like, it's fucking funny. We have a lot in common to begin with, and now we're, we drive, like, the same fucking vehicle, which is, I've, well, we've talked about this in the past, but it's something I forget, and every time I hear it again, I'm like, that's fucking weird, and also pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Like most and also mine's like a two thousand and eight.
0: Oh, Mr. Fucking Fancy
1: Buns Yeah, well mine's a classic.
0: Mine's twenty five years old this year, Thomas, all right. You don't have to throw it in my face that yours is newer.
1: I I press a button and the windows go down, it's pretty sweet.
0: I have that too. Fully loaded. You
1: don't you don't have one of those crank shifts?
0: No, it's fully loaded. It's automatic. (laughs)
1: Okay. What about Uh, your seats? Do you have like
0: the seats or do you have to like click a lever?
1: No, no, it's a button. Okay.
0: I thought maybe I had you there, but no.
1: No. No, no. It's it's a high-performance vehicle, as you so elegantly put before.
0: You know, it's a real pain in the ass, the only complaint I have. When I have to get gas, no. I have to unlock my gas tank from inside the car, and it unlatches kind of thing. Yeah. It doesn't always work, and it's a real pain in the... You can't reach. There's no fucking way you can reach both so on several occasions I've had to ask strangers for help fortunately I gas up sometimes in not the greatest neighborhood so there's homeless people around and so I'll ask them to come and help me out they're always good about it you know they're like oh yeah for sure man thanks I was like thank you so much Save my life you know give them something if I have it give them some cash if I got cash on me but it's fucking a shitty situation and it happens in the winter because it freezes shut too so you gotta fucking like pry the bitch open but you can't do it by yourself so it's like and it's nothing funnier than having to and especially at a gas station like when you just have to ask who's there so i had like this uh tiny uh young lady one time and she was like clearly not from canada and a little bit scared that a a big burly man turned the car was like she was (laughs) working probably abrasively because i'm already annoyed that my fucking gas tank won't open yeah and they're, they're always like oh yeah of course you know people are are the goodness prevails in people when you ask them for help, usually. But it's just an, an yeah. awkward interaction that I've, I would prefer not to have to go through when all I want to do is get some fucking gas in my car.
1: But That's so fucking funny. I have the opposite issue. So when I close my gas tank, I have to give it a nice little fucking whack. That's funny. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I don't have to ask any. Please, sir, I have to hold the button while you just wish it open, please. <laughs> While we're
0: on the topic, Toyota Camry out there, take fucking notes, okay? Clearly, if we both have a 97 and a, a 2008, and you still have issues with the gas tank fucking system, let, like, let's figure this out, Toyota. Come on.
1: Yeah. We might be the problem, though.
0: Um, Do you watch boxing at all?
1: Not a big boxing guy. Do you know Jake Paul I mean, like, is
0: and Anderson Silva? Yeah. You know what that they're supposed to fight? Really? Yeah, they signed the contract a while back. I'm waiting to see if it's supposed to happen because it should be sometime in the next week, I believe. But Anderson Silva like is in boxing now, and he's he beat I, th- I can't remember who he he fought someone and beat them, but now he's supposed to fight Jake Paul. And he's
1: facing Jake Paul? Yeah. Because it's funny because I know that I know you're not a wrestling guy, but Jake Paul is facing Roman Reigns for the Logan Paul. Like, oh, it's Logan Paul. That's His doing brother, it? yeah. Okay. There's
0: two of them, Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Logan Paul is, like, doing his wrestling thing. He's the one with the Pokemon card on the gold chain that you see. Okay. And then Jake Paul is, like, the one who's trying to be, like, a legitimate boxer. Like, he wants to be. Didn't
1: they get canceled at some point, though, for, like, a shitty YouTube video with a dead body?
0: I don't think so. I, I, I didn't follow their career until recently because, like, I I respect these kids, to be honest, too, just because, like, everyone's like, oh, they're YouTube stars, they're little shitheads, yeah, but like, they built, using content, they've built empires, and like, watching them, and seeing how their brains work, they're like, fucking geniuses, everyone's like, oh, they're just like, flat. but when you really like, sit down and start listening to them, yeah, they are like, flaring their mouths, because they're trying to like, be notorious, you know, but they're yeah, like, like, they're geniuses, man.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, every single time I hear that, a, a Paul brother is up for a boxing match, I, i hope to god that they get the shit kicked out of him. that's funny but they never do no they never do
0: no and they're smart too like i wouldn't be surprised if he beats anderson silva just because he's like and it's fixed i like i'm i'm not denying that it's probably a good chance that these matches have been fixed but who well, cares? didn't
1: like jake it was logan paul that faced mayweather right uh yes wasn't that like didn't that end questionably
0: I think a lot of them have ended questionably, to be honest. And I just, like, I'm okay with them fixing it because it is entertainment. I don't watch, like, for a result if I was be- <coughs> betting on it or seriously into the sport. But boxing is kind of, like, uh, shady. And it has been for a long time now. So.
1: <clears throat> I'm surprised you're not a wrestling fan.
0: I That's why I'm not much of a boxing fan. Because it, it, when it starts to get too close to the wrestling, I just lose interest.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause that shit's stupid.
1: Whatever. Yeah, I don't need you. What's that sign? I don't need you. I don't need you. No, in my wrestling fan base. doesn't
0: need me as a fan. They have lots of fans, like in the southern United States. In the like, people love that shit, right? Fuck you where where the education system has let people down. Wrestling thrives.
1: Oh man, you're gonna get us canceled.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean that in such a bad way, wrestling fans. I don't think there's many of them that tune into this, and if there is, I'm glad that you found something you like, but it's not for me. And I'll shit talk it all fucking day long just because it's fun to shit talk.
1: How dare you? I
0: hope they don't come wrestle me. That would suck. I don't watch it. I don't know the
1: special moves. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that's funny.
0: Thank fuck for me. It's all fake.
1: Yeah. who's gonna be the predetermined winner is it gonna be me or you
0: yeah exactly let's work this out i've got more on the line here than you do yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah to each their own i always go back to that south park episode when they do uh make fun of wrestling when they treat it like theater and it's one of the funniest fucking things i've ever seen <clears throat> i uh there's a girl out there that's had 19 abortions and you're telling me that that's not real
0: It's funny like when people expect it to be real, you know what I mean? You're like, how did you not know no. that it wasn't? It's like it's a theatrical thing and it's still like impressive feats obviously. I don't want to take anything away yeah. from the the talent level of the people because they're athletes. There's no denying that the people involved are like seriously athletic people who've put their time in. It's just they don't want to be brain dead from getting punched in the head and fighting in a real sport.
1: Yeah. It's. uh, I mean, they could have gone either way for a lot of them because a lot of them are, like, amazing athletes. They just went there because they weren't the best at what they were. Like, The Rock, right? The Rock could have, like, he did his best to make it as a pro football player, but he just wasn't good enough to make the CFL, let alone the NFL. Yeah. Right? So.
0: I think the CFL, by the way, is going to die soon, it seems like.
1: Everyone says that every year.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I've never, like, when I was a kid, we'd get the free tickets from school, and I went to it, and it was a good time, but I haven't been as an adult ever to an Eskimos game, or sorry, to an Elks game, and uh, I still have the old name stuck in my head, apparently. But I have never uh, gone as an adult, and it's just not for me, necessarily, I guess.
1: I used to, when I was in Edmonton, I went to, like, four games a year. I was was this close to buying season tickets, to be honest Mm. with you. Um, I became a huge Edmonton Elks fan when I was there. Well, they were the Eskimos at the time too. Yeah, like, I loved it. Um, I love going to pro football, but it's and you gotta you gotta pick and choose your games. Like if you want to have a great time, go in there playing Saskatchewan or Calgary, because then the fucking crowd is just unbelievable. For sure. I guess it's been three years now,
0: after this year, three years since the Eskimos have won at home
1: is it really yeah
0: i think they're on a 17 game losing streak right now at home i think what i heard on the news i didn't realize
1: they were that bad
0: oh fuck they did they went like 16 and or 17 and won this year or sorry one and 17 this year Or however many games they play we had way more like we won one game this season i think something ridiculous like that i don't know the exact stats because i don't fucking follow it i just watched the news some on those things
1: number what's that those what are some vancouver canucks numbers
0: oh yeah it is so funny watching... Okay, so the first game of the season, we played Vancouver. It was a tumultuous yeah. game. They went up 3-0. Everyone was like, oh my god. And then the Vancouver guys were celebrating on the bench, high-fiving each- And they all just had the biggest smiles, like, we're fucking dominating the Oilers. That was the first period. Then we came out, and we kicked their fucking ass. And it was just the like complete deflation of all of their players. And it was like, fuck you guys. You know, you're... You're in our building, you're celebrating the shit out of like Kicking our ass and thinking you're all hot shots Well, guess what, you're playing some of the best fucking players in the league right now And they didn't like that and we came back and kicked their ass And they really haven't recovered from it
1: Yeah, they just won their first game the other day, last night actually
0: Yeah, that's tough for sure Um, it sucks to suck
1: Yeah I mean like, like they're, they're doing like, they're having a rough go Fans are booing them out of their own building.
0: I thought it was funny because yeah. they're, they're say, they've they they been saying they're in a rebuild for the last 11 years. And I'm like, we were there. The Orthers were there. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I get that. But you're not really in a rebuild because you never really had anything built. I'll just say that.
1: I guess so, man. I mean, like, they have a few picks like Elias Petterson or Elias Pedersen. You know JT Miller and all this stuff. Did you hear about this thing where JT Miller got accosted at a fucking pumpkin patch? No. Yeah, like some fan, like he's there with his family picking up pumpkins for Halloween, and some fans is just like, "Yo, man, you guys really fucking suck this year." Can you? That's just people up, being
0: fucking assholes. That's normal. It's the yeah, same like, people with like people at Edmonton seeing McDavid and being like, "He sucks," or. You know, you don't know shit about we Well, obviously. people
1: used to do that, too, McDavid. Like, apparently, like, in, like, an Earl's fucking parking lot or some, or Joey's or some something, some fan accosted McDavid going, like, you guys fucking suck this year.
0: That's funny. It's just people being, wanting their moment of fame when they see. It's like when you see people trying to start a fight with a, a real fighter, knowing that they can't fight you or else they'll be in big shit. Oh,
1: like that dude on the airplane with Mike Tyson?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's people thinking they can get You're away about with about that? Shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. And fucking don't don't fuck around with Mike Tyson. Like, what are we doing? No. Don't, and like, don't fuck around with hockey players or anybody when they're all with their family. Like yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. And like, there's a line, but I him have a
0: i'll cross it you know it's like i always think back to that m&m song of don't approach me and i won't approach you because you don't know me and i don't know you and you don't know what i will or i won't do and that's kind of like how you should respect people in general in life i don't walk up to anybody and fucking treat them like that so why would i do it to someone who's famous you know what i mean exactly. if i dislike like someone
1: people think because they make so much money
0: yeah some light heckling that, is fair. You're in public spotlight. If I want to heckle someone, I'll heckle someone, and I'm not afraid to do it, you know? But I will do that
1: at a game. I'm not going to do that in, like, outside life.
0: Yeah, it's, a hard, it's hard to say. <clears throat> if I saw, like... Can
1: you imagine if that happened to you at your job? Yeah. And like, if, just, like, like, if you
0: do it, be ready for the consequences, is all I'm saying. Like, if you walk yeah. up to Matthew Kachuk who was a Calgary Flames fan in Calgary and or player, sorry. And you were like, Hey, fuck you and your whole team. Maybe you'll do that. Maybe he'll punch you in the face for you doing that. And then maybe you deserved it because you fucking did that. If you think it's worth it. And that's just interactions with any human. If you want to, like, if you think you can talk to that human that way and that human decides that you can't talk to them that way and there's a problem, like then you're bringing it on yourself. But also being in a public spotlight, that's a thing too. Being in public spotlight, you have put yourself into the field of fire. Everybody is allowed to have an opinion because you do that. If you didn't want to do that, then you could have been a construction worker that nobody would fucking do that to. It's a fine line of being a celebrity.
1: Because I can can imagine like, like, like my job is done publicly. Like it's done at an airport. People can see that I'm an instructor. It's written on my vest. And then like, And then, like, I I could just see, imagine, like, someone on an airplane going, Hey, you work for a can? I saw you training that guy. He fucking sucks. You must suck at your job. Like, can you just imagine, like... Getting heckled. Yeah, it would be funny. Getting heckled, like, hey, you frame that fucking house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking suck. That's a shitty frame.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. It would be funny to, like... We, it's something we don't have to deal with what well, we could from this podcast one day have to deal with that. Hey, you're Tom from two sides of the story. Fuck you. I hate you and your cousin. You know, that could be, yeah. <laughs> it could be a thing, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so funny how like people are when someone is at celebrity status and what you, the, what you think that you can get away with.
0: Hey, so I just occurred to me while we're talking about this. Did we we didn't talk about uh, us doing another podcast together, did we? What do you mean? Like on air, we haven't talked that we did a podcast together with uh, Khalil. Oh, that we guessed it
1: on the comic, uh, comic boys.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh no, we didn't talk about it yet. Um, Go ahead, man. Yeah, it was pretty fucking
0: fun. Like we had, we had did an episode with Khalil. Like we drafted our own Marvel superhero teams, and then like bantered back and forth and argued and it was like uh he was a fun guy it was fun to be on like someone else's podcast so i just thought we should do a little shout out for the comic boys and just say hey thanks for having us on it was no
1: absolutely yeah absolutely like honestly i it hasn't been released yet so i'm not sure what's happening with that i'll shoot him a message i guess going hey hey man what's going on with that episode we did because like all of that, like that was like longer than one of our episodes we did like that for like almost pushing two hours yeah was, like, it was close and this is why my team will beat the fuck out of your team <laughs> and then all of a sudden you two were against me for some reason i don't know how khalil broke this family family bond that you and i have for some reason he but just, you turned uh, against me rather quickly he
0: saw that you were being an asshole and he was like no i'm gonna stand up with the good cousin and the two of us were like fuck you tom
1: no what happened was he realized that he could beat your team rather easily so if you teamed up against me <laughs> then that's what happened that is what happened it's so always fun arguing your, that kind of thing. Your, your draft choices were questionable at best
0: um but anyways yeah people can check it out comic boys it was a fun podcast yeah. to do he was a nice guy and i'm sure his podcast is very, nice very entertaining as well
1: yeah he's a very nice guy follow him on instagram it's uh comic boys i'm sure you'll find it and then uh yeah stay tuned for our episode how did I you guys too, uh, originally
0: connect tom was it through your love of the toronto maple leafs or was it uh through just through you can the podcast again stuff? kindly
1: go fuck yourself
0: i just kindly he was a leafs fan and you wear G- leafs jerseys sometimes so i wasn't sure how it came to be anyways anyways we'll move on, we'll I, move on.
1: I, you have been fucking kicking a dead horse for a thing that is a blue rodeo jersey and i will stand by this I'll if wear it I'm next. Sorry, I, I, I keep
0: forgetting. I just see the blue in my my memory. Like I'm getting old, man. It's, it's hard to create you new memories at this point. I'm fucking like wear fucking wear Drew fucking... Barrymore in Fifty First Dates. What?
1: <laughs> yeah, if I see blue on you, I can just automatically assume that you're a fucking Oilers fan Jessica's a the fucking color blue. Jesus Christ! I know it says Oilers, but I'm sure it's a fucking spelling mistake.
0: I love you, Tom.
1: Because there's blue in it. <laughs> That's the Sean logic. There's a wee bit of fucking blue.
0: Doesn't it have a maple leaf on the front?
1: No, it doesn't. It literally just says "Blue Rodeo."
0: Okay, sorry, I get confused every time. I like to bring this up, and you always correct me. And it's probably I even I
1: wore it once. I wore it once, no leaf on it at all, and you 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 didn't even give me business then. You you just like (laughs) three episodes later decided that that was funny.
0: Um, so yeah, I looked it up here. Elks went four and fourteen this season. So not as bad as I thought.
1: That's still not good.
0: It's really fucking bad. And none of those wins were at yeah. home.
1: That's that's actually kind of brutal. Yeah, yeah I also did a little bit of the com uh the podcast circuit because if we're gonna talk about comic boys, I also did like an episode with Lee from Lights Camera Rant a little while ago. And I was on Earth-894 a little while ago as well. That And I also did another epi- episode of um, The Star Wars, actually. Yeah. I talked about the finale of uh, She-Hulk. Nice. Did you get caught up on She-Hulk? Can we talk about this yet or no?
0: Yeah, talk about it. I didn't watch it, but talk about it if you want.
1: Well, there's no point in talking about it if you didn't fucking see it. Because no. they didn't... Some stuff that's really cool that I I saw some of the spoilers like
0: Daredevil's there with his fucking new suit at the end in some context. Possibly banging She-Hulk, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's Yeah, but you didn't see the fact that they brought in Kevin.
0: I don't know who Kevin is. Feige. Oh, okay. No. No. Maybe I'll go watch it at some point here.
1: Yeah. Like I said, you, I lost really a good of uh, really I'll pound through game. it
0: just for you because I, I owe you that. I owe the show that. Or would just you would smash it through, it. through it? What's that?
1: Or would you smash through it?
0: Nice. That was an incredible
1: joke. Thank you. Thank you. I see you too. Boy, we're fucking right, awesome. Buddy. I know you got a lot going on today, so uh, let's wrap up the show here. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story this week. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story.
0: And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Have a great week, everyone.
1: Have a great week. Live long and prosper. Two
0: sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and thanks for listening to two sides of the story if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe rate and review follow us on instagram at two sides of the story on tiktok at two sides of the story pod and if you want to send us an email send it to two sides of the story pod that's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com